What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sean Salisbury Show right here on the Believe Network. We've got a ton to talk about. Um, Sean, I know you're pumped that the World Cup has started. You've watched every game. You're waving flags all over the place, just different countries. And, you know, I still honestly, (laughs) you know, I know I said I watch. I haven't watched a second of the World Cup yet. I was busy yesterday when the U.S. was on. I was not home, so I was not able to watch. Um, What everybody is telling me was a very disappointing loss for the United States. Argentina gets beat this morning. Cool. What Um, an upset that was, man. Yeah. Like some people are calling that like one of the biggest upsets in soccer history. Uh, So, and then everyone's just bitching about how bad Qatar cutter, however you want to pronounce it is as a host. Um, Real quick, before we do this ad, I'll just say this to you. I did go to a pub, uh, an Irish pub and watched all the USA game. And they had a chance to put it away. And unfortunately, defensively, they didn't close it out in the penalty kick. And now they've put themselves in a bind. And it is a huge upset. Saudis beaten mm-hmm. Argentina. It's got to be the biggest upset in their in their World Cup history, meaning the For Saudi sure. Arabians. So, yeah, because Argentina is one of the top favorites to win it. And they still can, but they, they made it a little difficult on themselves. So, I, I mean, I know you'll be tuned in all day today. Watch all the rest. Yes. I- England playing the u.s on friday i know you'll be tuned in i got uh, yeah I'll, I'll watch it if it's on but you know you know i always gauge what else is on you know is there right like i don't know what time u.s and england plays i'll i'll see on friday and then i'll be like okay what college football do we have on what college basketball do we have on you know what else do we have on and then if there's an opening and it works on one of my two tvs let's go i'll It'll watch be it. on there let's go there you go so there you um, go yeah, so go U.S. I'm I'm rooting for them. I want them to win. Wow, I want them to succeed. Both. But you know what? They always fall short. They never. It's tough, mm-hmm. tough sledding in that in the in the, yeah. the men's side. Boy, they're too, they're some good ass teams, man. Yeah, so, and and everybody it's, keeps it's telling me. Everybody keeps telling me, oh, this you know this U.S. team is the team that's going to get over the hump. Well, I've been told that for two decades since I was a kid that this is the team. Well, I got news for you. They've got good players. They're not winning the World Cup. So you right. must understand that right now. I'll root yeah. for them. They're not winning it. So there you right, go. For sure. Uh, go. But as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. We sure are. And I love it. And Hoops is back. Basketball's back. And Bet Online remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information. Um, player news and game trends at Bet Online, and as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. And we're right in the right in the thick of hoop season now as it gets kicking off. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. And we obviously know soccer's around now too. Had a uh, head over to betonline.ag and join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the, the, the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V as in Victor, BELIEVE to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. As always, thank you to Bet Online. All right, Sean, let's start with college football because Saturday is being dubbed as Survival Saturday for most teams. Georgia, 16-6 over Kentucky. They didn't look particularly good. Ohio State, 43-30 over Maryland, but that was because of a late touchdown. That game was close. Uh, Maryland had the ball with a chance to win at the end of the game. Michigan, 19-17 over Illinois. Last second uh, field goal gives them the victory. TCU, 29-28. Literally kicked a field goal. Their 
field goal unit ran onto the field, kicked the extra point or kicked the field goal as the game was ending. They get the one point win. LSU 41 10 over UAB, but that game was close for a while until LSU finally pulled away late. But that's a, I mean, that's a bad UAB team. You shouldn't be close to that at all. And then your Trojans get it done. They didn't fuck it up, as we said. 48 45 over their rival UCLA. They still have to go and beat Notre Dame and then beat whoever comes out of that uh, other group Utah, of teams. Utah, rough loss to Oregon up in Eugene, too. Yep, that was a bad loss uh, for Utah. Thought they had a chance to win that game. But just of all those games I just talked about, which one surprised you the most? And then let's before we say that, Tennessee gets their doors blown off, 63-38. Get out of my playoff conversation, Tennessee. You don't deserve to be anywhere near it after that performance. No, they don't. That game did shock me. I couldn't believe that, that, oh, 100%. that happened to them. That that was mind-boggling. Our best to hand in Hooker on a phenomenal season. Yes, for sure. Um, and an a, a incredible year and great job of leading your team and i hope the young man gets healthy and has a chance to really do some things at the next level but boy was he good this year but they got curb stomped man and i was actually i was shocked by that um i guess sakes any time in football I'm, I'm never shocked when teams hang around for a minute but I, I i'm shocked by the way teams can't close out a win right you know i mean and I know, and listen, I was not shocked that Illinois kept the game close because they got great defense. Yeah, they play great the defense all they the do. Country. Right. So that didn't surprise me. And I figured it was going to be kind of a punch them in the mouth, a turnover here, a miss, a three and out here. Uh, not that close, but I thought it'd be close. Uh, I actually uh, gave Baylor a legitimate chance to win the game going in anyway. I thought Baylor, when they, I think six and a half was what they said at the over under at the season begins. And I, and Sakes, they may not get it. I looked at Vegas. I thought, you guys are out of your mind, Vegas. Yeah. Baylor's a nine-win team, and here we are. They're scrambling around to stay afloat, right? But I thought that'd be close. I, I guess none of it shocked me, but the fact that team – but you get excited. You think, okay, now what's going to disrupt if S, if TCU loses? Um, their resilience has been pretty impressive, regardless of the schedule. Um and Brett Bielema's turnaround at Illinois, what he's done with that football team, how they got, because awesome. they really are undermanned and undersized. It has been awesome. And Tommy DeVito's done a good job. I remember working with that kid at, at, when I was training a kid at Syracuse. He came out and worked with us too and, you know, transferred. But he's done some really good things for them too. So impressive. I guess, Sags, any time the number three team in the country, even though it's a Big Ten or TCU, the way it's going, get pushed to the limits where national title hopes are almost dashed because of it. That, but the biggest surprise was how easy two things how how bad Ole Miss was, even though they're not oh. in the national title hunt, yeah. how bad they were. It was, I mean, they were it was awful. And that Oklahoma State's kind of gone into a major tank, too. Segs, you know what I'm saying? But the, the Tennessee beatdown shocked me from a no, team I, I, that I, a week ago until last Saturday we had them as a possible. Final Four team, depending on who was going to lose along the way, mm-hmm. they, they 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 it was it looked like old school Tennessee where they play good one week and Tennessee's better than that. I know that that, that won't happen much, but that didn't look like a team that had national title hopes. That was a shocker. Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe how they just. I knew they weren't good on defense. I knew it was you know there. I said Tennessee USC very similar teams this year. Not much defense great offense, great quarterback play. And 
but to let Spencer Rattler in, in that offense do what they did, I don't care where the game was played. I mean, they didn't stop him in the first half at all. And then you let him go out and basically do the same thing again in the second half. No adjustments whatsoever defensively. Just a putrid effort from Tennessee. I, I thought Rand Rattler looked like he looked like going into last year when they thought he was the number one pick of the yes. draft, right? That look, you think, oh, okay, that's a guy who's an NFL Sunday player. There's yes. no, there, there's absolutely no, no doubt about it. But I mean, he threw for four bills. I mean, he was, he did whatever he wanted against them. And back to that USC UCLA game, real quick. That now that game did not shock me. Right, I no, knew it would be high scoring. Exactly I took like the over, thought. and I knew it would come down to the fourth quarter. And I knew they were going to have to get some stops and whatever team offensive. And now SC one thing, they don't stop anybody, but Segs they do two things. They knock the quarterback in the mouth. They go after and get the quarterback. And they force turnovers. Yes. They turn you over as much as anybody in America. And they protect the ball better than anybody in America, especially for a high-powered offense, which is a recipe to, to – they got to slow down on the points on defense, slow them down. But remember, Sigs, I said that whoever gets a three-and-out stop or two is going to win because mm-hmm. both these quarterbacks can play. And that did not shock me a bit. Just glad that USC came up. I I, I figured it – I said it was going to be in the 90s. Yep. And and it was in, in – it did not that not one ounce of surprise for me in that game, nor the result. And I can tell you this: depending on Corum's game this week, we had two guys, and I don't know what his health fully issue is right now. Six, maybe day to day, and Corum and Stroud. But I'll, I'll be honest with you: if he has anywhere near the same game against Notre Dame and they win, Caleb Williams is a Heisman Trophy winner. I believe so. Considering too. what he's had Agreed. to overcome on defense, Sags without him, I'm not sure they win five games this year. Considering yep. their defense. He and this is not a homer. You know, I'm as critical no, no, of, S, no. of SC as anybody. He is his his performance this year. First of all, gaudy numbers. He's got his team in playoff hopes, and he's literally carrying him on his back, doing freaky shit that you can't do. Mm-hmm. That I mean, not you, but the normal human can't do. He is. He'd be the first pick of this year's draft if he left for sure, unequivocally for and, sure. And, and he's got a got another year. He if if he goes and throws for three twenty and three touchdowns, and they beat Notre Dame. He's winning the, the the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, he, I he personally going to win the Heisman Trophy. I think he. I think even if he just puts up a, a decent game against Notre Dame and they, and win. they win, I think, and, and then say they go on to win the Pac-12 with, with another decent game, I think that gives them enough. Unless like Corum was to have the Hassan Haskins five touchdown, you know, one hundred and fifty plus yards against Ohio State, and then they go Stroud on, then it's, a, then it's a conversation. Touchdowns, right? Yeah, right. then it's a conversation right. to me. I, I, and I'm not saying this because I'm a hater of Ohio State. I think Stroud's last two games, I think, has pushed him behind. I know the betting favorites right now are uh, Caleb Williams by himself, then C.J. Stroud, then Blake Corum. But, I mean, Corum only played a half against one of the best defenses in the country, still had over 100 yards and a touchdown. C.J. Stroud didn't look great. Again, his running game with the rookie, uh, and I'm going to blank on his name, the 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 freshman, I know who you're talking about. He saved about. him. I would, yes, he did. I, I mean, if, if he didn't come out and have that second half, they probably lose that game. It wasn't because of C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison and and Agbuka and and Fleming and all them. It was because of that run game. So I, I to me, I don't think I think C.J. Stroud deserves to be in New York. But oh yeah, I I think it's it's between Caleb Williams and Blake Corum, and we don't know if Blake Corum is going to play yet or not. So and I to me, it's is, your front runner is Caleb right. Williams. Right, a little bit. And the fourth guy, if you take a fourth, is probably Drake May at North Carolina. Yes. 
I think you take him just because of the season he had, but then they come out and lose, and and it's just like that's the problem. That's the problem. The fourth one's going to be up for grabs. Maybe it's maybe it's time. Maybe it's another position outside of those two. If you feel somebody's dominated enough to to be it, or maybe it's still a reward to Hendon Hooker for a phenomenal season that he had. Right? Uh, Who who knows? But they but but when you get beat like they got beat last year last week. It becomes a problem. But if they all play good, those three, Caleb Williams, it's yes. Caleb Williams trophy to lose. Yes. That's what Agreed. he plays well. Agreed. They beat Notre Dame. He's going to win the Heisman trophy. And then we get into, and I'm sure that's going to be part of your question, where we sit with this final four and the yeah. a couple scenarios, Segs. Here's how I, I, I mean, feel first off. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, if SC runs the table, TCU mm. runs the table, Georgia and the winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game, the conversation's over. It's over. Agreed. If it goes chalk, the conversation is over. Agreed. There, 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 there is no argument for the one-loss uh, Big Ten team. There'll be no argument about TCU. There'll be no argument about Georgia for LSU. That It's done. I'm assuming you know that LSU's going to beat A&M this weekend and all that. TCU yeah. is going to take care of... Let's see, they're 10 point oh. favorites over nine and a half point favorites. I know who it is because I would, yeah, if you uh, say Iowa it, State, know. Iowa yes. State in, in, in at home in, in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. The, the where it can get testy is this LSU wins in a close one. Argument for LSU, still an argument for Georgia. So you're going to argue both. One's the SEC winner, and Georgia's the number one team in America. If LSU gets beat by Georgia, TCU gets beat by Iowa State and or Kansas State the following week, if that's the deal, then TCU's out. Right. And then that way, and if LSU and TCU are out, then it comes down to this. Southern Cal runs the table. They're in. George is in. Then you get to make the argument for the Michigan-Ohio State, both of them going with one loss. Then Clemson's going to jump into the fray and argue that, well, wait a minute. If we go on and win the ACC championship, Power 5 conference, we've lost one game to a top 13, top 12 team in America in Notre Dame now. We got them, you know, they got us when they were better. What about us? Now, Southern Cal loses to Notre Dame. Clemson runs a table. Georgia beats LSU. Michigan, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia are going to the finals if TCU loses at it. Mm-hmm. But I anticipate that Georgia is going to beat LSU. I just do. I think Georgia is a better team. Yes, I do too. SC, I think SC, now Notre Dame's good, but if SC plays like they're supposed to, they should win. The argument comes down to if though, and if TCU takes care of their business, what happens with that Big Ten situation if it's not chalk and there's another loss somewhere like a TCU? Do Michigan and Ohio State both have an argument over Clemson? I don't think either one of them are going to have an argument over SC if SC runs the table. If SC runs the table, Agreed. they are in. Agreed. And 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 the and the rest is they got a break, they got some help, and now they got to go take care of their business and and they're in. So the argument is going to come down to two Big Ten teams or LSU and Georgia if LSU wins because if TCU loses, you can eliminate them even though they'd only have one loss. It won't matter. Yeah, they will be out based on their schedule. Clemson is desperate for Notre Dame to beat USC because that gives their one loss more credit. But if USC, I think if USC beats Notre Dame, 
to me, in my opinion, I think Clemson's out. Okay, what about this argument, Segs? When somebody says this that the committee is on on your guys' ass about your non conference schedule, right? I'm just saying mm-hmm. what they say, right? They've yeah. they've talked about it. The, the committee has. If that's the case, they're going to ask why do you, if you get beat thirty four thirty one, all right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Why do you have an argument still as a number one? Make your case for why Michigan should go instead of Clemson. I just look at it as you know we talk about uh, the out of conference schedule. Clemson played Furman, Louisiana Tech, and then they play South Carolina. That's their three, but that's a rivalry game that they play every year. I think that. Right. Oh, I know what you're saying. I just yeah, want yeah. people to hear this so they get right. the argument, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think, and then you look at the ACC. Even with the Big Ten not being as good as we thought it was going to be, the Big Ten's still better than the ACC. I mean, they lost to, or they all, they really should have lost to a Wake team in that crazy back-and-forth offensive they game. They should have lost to Syracuse if they don't have a penalty. They should have lost to Syracuse. And and both those teams have taken steps back. You know, they're not, you know, looking at what they've done recently, they're taking steps back. They um, almost, you know, that was a close game with uh, with um, um, NC State. They pulled away a little bit late and made it a 10-point victory. But also NC State's taken a step back. So I just think that... A lot of teams, when you look at Clemson's best win, is what? Do you want to say NC State? I mean, is that your best win? I guess if we're looking at the rankings now, NC State's still top 25, right? They still I, are, I, I don't even have the rankings in front of me right this second. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought they were. T- I thought they were still. Yeah, the, I thought they were still uh, ranked. But Me- Michigan's best win is Penn State, who's a borderline top ten team, and they didn't just beat Penn State; they blew their doors off forty-one seventeen. It wasn't close. They right. beat a good Illinois team that was ranked until recently, when they ran into some injuries, and you know, really they should have beat Purdue. Illinois should have. The officials right. helped Purdue a lot in that game. They beat Iowa, who's come back. They're fighting to get back into that Big Ten championship. Michigan beat them handedly. So, I mean, I just look at Syracuse's wins and their loss, If especially if USC beats Notre Dame. It's just, to me, the resume over Ohio State or Michigan is You're talking is about Clemson, better. not Syracuse. Clemson's yeah. resume, right. Yeah. Right. This will all be taken care of if Georgia, Big Ten winner, Pac-12 winner, and TCU take care of their business. It won't matter. It, it, it will not matter. The the the, and I guess the toughest of the weekend. The truth is, the toughest of this weekend comes down to you guys. Yes, your game. Big Ten. I mean, and my listen, Notre Dame's tough, but we get them at home. You guys are mm-hmm. on the road. You get my point. And you're coming off an ass whooping that you beat them down last year, so they're going to have a little bit of pride. Yep. Um, USC's playing Notre Dame, and Notre Dame ain't seen this Trojan team in a while, especially with that quarterback, right? So we'll see if Notre Dame. Notre, the here's what I look at: whose weakness is better? Is Notre Dame's offense, defense, offense de- against SC uh, the most dynamic guy on the field by by quite quite a long shot even though there's good players on both is sc's quarterback so yeah if they can get a few stops sc can 
would win. If you had told me this eight weeks ago, I said, we're going to beat their doors off. But I, right. I, I'm not saying that now because yeah. Notre Dame is, they have come a long better way. Football. They are, and their quarterbacks making some good decisions. I, I, my guess for me in that game, it's can you keep up with the team speed if you're Notre Dame? That's what you're yeah. in space. You're going to have a hard time keeping up. But the truth is, if you manhandle them, play downhill, shorten the game, hell. You, you you limit their touches. You are they physical enough on their defense to stop you from pushing them around? So uh, there's well, a lot of but your 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 team has the toughest task of the weekend. Yes, for teams that are in the playoff hunt, that's for and sure. No, question. we don't know. You know the health of Blake Corum. We don't know the health of his backup Donovan Edwards. Although Ohio State doesn't know the health of Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson. Travion Henderson left the game again last week. That's why uh, the freshman who I'm still blank, his first name is Dallin. I'm blanking on his damn last name. Um, I want to say Hill, but I don't think it's Hill. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, he put up three My touchdowns, had a huge right. second half. Right. Um, I'll I'll find it here in a second. But we got to know the health of the running backs you know, on both teams. Michigan's trying to get some leaders back on offense, including their maybe top two round offensive guard their tight end, who's an NFL draft pick, and now their defensive end, Mike Morris, who's a, probably a day two pick in the NFL draft. So Michigan's trying to get healthy. And you're right. If Corum and Edwards are there healthy playing with Keegan, the big offensive guard, and the tight end, they can slow that game down. And Ohio State's shown that you know they can struggle. Like They struggled with Notre Dame when Notre Dame was bad. That first game of the year, Notre Dame slowed them down, ran the ball, and it was a close game that week one matchup. And remember, Notre you Dame went and lost to Marshall the next but, week. Right. So yet they they sure did, which killed them. This which killed yeah. their national title chances. In exactly. Truth. It really yeah, did. You so you could have lived with the Ohio State loss like you were living with the Oregon loss to Georgia right. early. You can't you can't live with that one. That that eliminated them, and they've been pretty damn good ever since. But yeah, with with Michigan Ohio State, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I we get to see well Ohio State can be physical and they run, but they spread you out, and they're a little more finesse, right? Yeah. Than Michigan. Yet here's the great equalizer now with Ohio State. Even though Michigan boat raced them last year, Ohio State now knows they don't just have to defend Corm. You got to defend the quarterback too. McCarthy yes. can beat you more. This is this is different than they faced last year. Even they couldn't stop the run, so it didn't matter last year. Right. But the question is. If if you get rolling, I I can't wait to see the stars play in this game, man. I I can't. And then, you know, I'm hoping it's one of those days for you and I where it's like, all right, no issue. We got our we got ours taken care of. Because I also think this segs if we win, and TCU were to lose, uh, listen, if Matt Campbell can pull that out of his ass or Kansas State, have at it. But if we win and you guys win, and Georgia takes care of their business the rest of the way, and you beat Ohio State in a close one. And let's say, let's see, let's see if, if TCU lost us. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't matter. If TCU loses and the other three run the table, the argument's going to be, does Ohio State have the argument in a Over Clemson. team? That's exactly right. And the truth is they do. And, and the, 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 Sean, do. think about it. In that scenario, let's hope it yep. happens. In that scenario, most likely we're looking at a, Michigan versus USC semifinal matchup I know. in that scenario. Right. And then, so, yeah, then the be gloves come off. Two, three, right? Six. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would in my opinion, that's right? what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't and know the four, why the if you're the committee. Be Ohio, the fourth team would either be Ohio State or Clemson or, or Clemson. TCU. The, right, right. Yeah. Because well, Ohio State wouldn't be in it if TCU and SC both make it in Georgia. Right, but, right. Right. It would be. It would be uh, the it would the committee would have to be Clemson or Ohio State is four. You guys would stay two by beating Ohio State. We would be number three, and Georgia won't move from one. And then it's then it's on, man. We'll have about a month to beat each other's brains in on the yeah. show about that game, which would be fun to watch. It, old it would school, be right, Sags? Yeah, old school, old school Michigan, Ohio. I mean Michigan, Southern Cal. You, you think that we we'd only see that on January first in the Rose Bowl. Now right. we get into playoff, which would be pretty cool. And you know, it, hey, if let's go the other way, the bad way. Say we both lose this weekend, we could see each other in the Rose Bowl. That's exactly right. So, because yeah. uh, I don't think the Rose the, Bowl's the, in the semifinals this year. I don't think it is either. I, the Rose Bowl is going to be just the regular, uh, yeah, New Year's regular Day six, Rose regular Bowl, game, yeah. like we see it stand alone doing their thing in the afternoon. What? The crazy thing about it is two stakes where this may be the last. If it ended up the bad way, which I don't want to see it, right, Because right. I want no, SC and either. Michigan playing. But At least one of, of us is, in there fighting, so we right, can, you know, right, cheer them on. Right. God damn! I, I think that's I think that's going to happen. I mean, yes, I, I do I, too. I, I do. But the crazy thing about us, we're winding down the last times we're going to have that SC mm-hmm. Michigan type of thing in the Rose Bowl anyway. Yep. I mean, if 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 that's the worst thing that happens, I'll deal with it. But I don't, I don't want Rick Leach, quarterback with you know old school <laughs> Anthony Carter playing yeah. against. Charlie White or Paul McDonald. I mean, that would be great, but I'll settle that. That's the, that's the backup plan, which I don't even want to address. I want us to all be playing in the, the big boy in the final four and get it on and before we're all in the same conference. One last thing before we wrap up this college football talk and move to NFL. I just want to say that, you know, I looked more into that 2016 college football playoff when, you know, Penn state won the big 10 with two losses and didn't make it. They were the fifth ranked team. Uh-huh. I, I think it, it's too comparable that to me, just because of precedent and where things stand right this second, that I don't think LSU winning gets them in. I don't, I don't think it happens. I think that it's just, you set that precedent five, six years ago, whatever it was. And yep. it, it is the exact same thing where now the, the difference is Penn state beat Ohio state in the regular season, not in the big 10 championship. But to me, that doesn't make a difference. If anything, it's the fact that you won a game during the regular season in a hyped up moment instead of on a neutral site where it's, you know, even though it's Atlanta, uh, I just think that LSU and and both of Penn State's losses were, I don't want to say good losses because Michigan blew their doors off, but even Michigan beating them, Michigan was six because they lost to Ohio State that year. So Michigan was behind them, even though they beat Penn State and Penn State beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten uh, propelled them just to five, not four. And Ohio State was in the college football playoff that year after losing to Penn State. And interestingly enough, too, the way that LSU see, I'm not convinced either that they're in if they win the way that LSU would have to make the biggest argument. They'd have to kick Georgia's ass. I'm talking about 31 to 10. Yeah. And then they're going to have the argument. See, there's two things I'm not, I guess George is in, but what if Georgia does get their ass kicked? Do we automatically have to put them in? Because I don't think so. They're, they're number one, but they would, but they'd be falling. 
Where's LSU right now, Sags? Do we do you have it in front of you? Six, I think. Six. Okay. Well, we're still waiting so, to see tonight. We'll find out tonight. tonight that's exactly. right. That's but right. they should so be sixth, in my opinion. Right. Six or seven. They're going to be between seven and five, but six. I don't see them going any higher than six. Right. That's my point. So staying where they are, I, I, I guess. I don't um, know. Does the committee say? Does the committee just keep moving teams up? Do they look at LSU beating UAB? in USC beating UCLA and say, well, it doesn't really matter. We're just going to move LSU to five and USC to six, because I think that will tell us a lot. If LSU is still ranked ahead of USC, I don't have them. I have USC ranked ahead of them at five. If LSU, if LSU bypasses USC, I'll have a problem. Well, weren't they, they already were right. Right. But they got two losses and SC doesn't is my point. Yeah, but I'm How saying in LSU, the rankings. No, oh, you're talking about the last rankings? Yeah. Well, were they, I, unless LSU I'm wrong. Ahead of, gosh, I thought L, I thought SC was the fifth team. Am I losing my mind? Can't we just like look at the rankings? I'm I'm on this website trying to look at the Georgia, name. Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and SC. I thought SC was five. Maybe maybe they were. Maybe I'm wrong here. Okay, I, this I, is. I may be losing. I may be this losing. Is week my mind. eleven. I thought the Trojans. I thought the Trojans were fifth. No, Tennessee was fifth. So Tennessee with their one loss. Was it was Tennessee, oh, so LSU, had, USC oh, so last then, week. That's right. That's exactly right. Tennessee had five spot. LSU had the six hole, and SC was seventh. Yes. That's exactly right. I, 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 I eliminated Tennessee because I'm thinking about after right. the game. But we still haven't got to the poll. And they were fifth, and I get why they had them there. I, I do. But that's gone. And you're exactly right, Segs. They're going to – Unless they think we're favoring the Heisman Trophy frontrunner and the excitement of Caleb Williams jumps LSU, I don't think they're going to. You're exactly right. They're going to put it if they if, put it this way: if, they, if LSU is five tonight and USC is six, if LSU beach takes care of Texas A&M, mm-hmm. even though they're not very good on the road and goes and beats Georgia, they're telling you right off the bat they're getting in. Yes, uh, agreed. Agreed. That they're they're, they're getting in. So. But I mean, I look at that of of LSU being in a close game with UAB for a little while until they pulled right. away should over flip flop. Yeah, it should flip like a LSU UCLA should stay right where they are. Ago, right. Right. And USC a UCLA team that a, a UCLA team that a week ago was in the PAC 12 title hunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You know, the truth is you say it'll take care of itself, but somebody at five, if this, I mean, is going to get left out, even if they feel good about their L and if Georgia gets beat one time, by LSU, they're still going to have an argument. Say we're going to go from one to five. You know that's how they're the going to argue. We can we could say all we want. They're if not, LSU they're, they're beats in. Georgia, they're putting two SEC teams in. Of course, because they, are. they pander to the US or the SEC. I don't want. Well, you now know, here, if that happens, Sigs, Trojans out. Loser of the Big Ten championship game out. TCU, Big Ten, and two L two SEC teams are going. Yeah, if what happens, what you just said. Even if we run the table, right? If we if we run the table, the Michigan or Ohio State losers done. So you're gonna have they, 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 you're gonna have potentially you could have a three one, one loss, loss Pac twelve champion USC out a out. one loss Clemson ACC champion out, out and, a and a one, one loss, loss Michigan team or Ohio State team out. out. Yeah, and then you'd have two two SEC teams, the winner of the Big Ten and the winner of the Big 12 because they're undefeated. Yeah. And yet, I would, I'd, I'd take probably a couple other teams over TCU if it really got down to it, if they had to play. 
while I res- what TCU's done has been nothing short oh. of phenomenal this year, but I I don't think TCU's beating Michigan. I just don't. I I wouldn't I don't think take T- the only team I would maybe take TCU Clemson. over in that top seven is. See, I don't even know about Clemson. I think with their style, LSU, probably, LSU. probably going to say LSU. Yeah. Yes, right. That that's so the, the argument's so, there. I want the chaos. I just don't want USC to be a part of the chaos. I want us to be in, right. and I want Michigan. I get it. We'll see. We'll see, man. I don't. After watching LSU last week, I don't want them in the college football playoff. I don't think they're that great of a team. They beat an overrated Bama team that leapfrogged them into this conversation now, and. It just it's not helping the situation. I'm going to tell you, Segs, one thing to be a leery of day after Thanksgiving. LSU's A&M's been the biggest bust of the college football oh, season boy. this year. They've got nothing to play for other than pride. They're no bowl game. Who does, who does LSU play the following week? Georgia and the SEC title game. And I know they know how big the picture is. Mm-hmm. I get they know what they're playing for. If they or what they're not playing for, for the most part, if they lose this game, that just be careful because teams with nothing to play for that got some talent. I mean, there's some good players at Texas A&M, and it's at home. Dick around and stay in a game late, and look. I'm just telling you, look at it. I'm telling you, the kid from Bridgeland, the the the, the quarterback says, I told you about him. Mm-hmm. He he can play. The kid can play. I just don't know if they're going to be able to block anybody and Perkins can take a game over and so can Jaden Daniels. Of course, I, I have LSU winning the game. But if your eyes are set on the SEC title game a week later, I'd be careful. That, that's all I'm saying. We had to say be careful to some of these teams last week. Yep. A&M's capable, even though their record says they're not. I just say be careful to LSU. Don't uh, put a dog on wall in front of you in the SEC title game and take care of your business in College Station on Friday. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, and jumping over to the NFL, Sean, let's start there with a team that's in the playoffs but fighting. Actually, I'd have to look and see if they're actually still in the playoffs. That's the New York Jets. They lose a game in such a Jets fashion on a punt return by a rookie on on the New England Patriots in a 3-3 game to lose 10-3. Zach Wilson just downright has been bad. There's no other way to put it. He's just been bad bad at the quarterback position Robert Sala comes out at uh, yesterday and says I'm not committing to Zach Wilson he's not saying who the starter is going to be he's not even saying if it would be Mike White or Joe Flacco playing behind him I don't know what's going on in New York they're six and four they still have a winning record but in my opinion winning games right now for the Jets to me is almost a negative thing because you have no clue who your quarterback is and what do you do come next season if you finish? Well, you can't finish 500 anymore. If you finish eight and nine and, and you know, you're out of the playoffs, but now you're stuck at the 16th pick. What do you do? Are you going to get an Aaron Rodgers? Are you going and getting, you know, Matt Stafford, whatever, Derek Carr? I, I just think this is such a bad scenario for the New York Jets. It would be one thing if they were two and whatever, and fighting for that number one pick with the Texans and maybe getting uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But things are not good right now in New York at the quarterback position with the Jets. Zach Wilson gives you the worst chance to win of the three quarterbacks right now on that roster. Yes. Uh, You know how I feel about his ability, Segs. I've seen it up close, standing next to him in shorts and a T-shirt. That's the Mm -hmm. problem. 
we get intrigued with strong arms and off schedule throws. The guy you you said bad. The guy's been shitty. He's been horrible, and I like. I was it. trying not to go I'm there. Just gonna, I know that's I, good. I, I, I'm glad listen, you did. I, he's been horseshit. Yeah, and he's killing his team. And it goes back to what I've said about him from the time we started this podcast this year, mm-hmm. and even before then, when you and I are having our conversation about quarterbacks just talking. He does not make the simple play, dude. He makes it look rough. A guy standing in the flat, he overthrows him by five yards. He's standing out there by himself. Shallow crosser yanks it in the ground. I mean, it, but it, I, I feel like this is Groundhog Day with you, and it's yeah. the same shit every week. Now, put his foot in the ground, rip a seam right. You're like, damn. The problem is those are few and far between. You owe it to your football team to play better football. I can pluck a guy off any roster in this league and some that aren't on rosters, and I'm putting up 73 yards and three points. Right. I, I'm, I'm just telling you I am. I can find anybody to do that in a quarter, let alone a game. Now, that's no disrespect to the defense and who they were playing against, but that defense has played its ass off. And when Zach Wilson says, does he own a pod? Oh, listen, you're playing your heart out, Segs. And do I owe you an apology for playing my heart out and just not playing my best? No, I don't owe you an apology. So it's not wasn't like heinous what he said, but not knowing the room is heinous. You just got your ass handed to you offensively. The defense, you should, if you gave up three points a year, you'd more than likely be undefeated or close to it. You should be. Three points. And an unfortunate special teams touchdown. You break, that's got to break Roberts. I watched it. I'm thinking mm-hmm. all the work they put in, and there's one reason. All you got to do is post a touchdown at some point, point. at least you're playing in overtime. Couldn't do it. And a lot of it, it falls on the quarterback. He's throwing to the wrong side. Route combinations, he thinks one route's running one way, runs the other. He cannot hit a – I'm talking about the throws that every high school quarterback makes. He's not making. I know the NFL's tougher. We're intrigued with his skill set, but his performance on the field is friggin' putrid. You have to bench him. Robert Sala answered the question, just like Lovey Smith did. Are you committing to your quarterback? The commitment is they didn't commit, so you know they're not committed to commit to him, so they're committing somewhere else, meaning it's a short leech if they do start. If they don't start, they're telling you they're redoing this whole thing and giving another guy a chance to take that glove right off the mound. And it's their fault. It's Mm -hmm. not just – listen, they're not – it's not just that. He threw a couple balls that were dropped that that you got to catch too, but he's throwing – I'm talking about stuff that you're just like, dude, come on, man, you could throw your eyes and make that throw in your sleep. You've got to make those. And then when you don't apologize, but know the room. I've played with some great veterans, Warren Moon and Jim McMahon. You know what they'd have said? Even a guy like Brady or, or Breeze or Manning or Warren Moon, they would have said, I wasn't any good today, and I haven't been good for a month or five weeks or seven games. Our defense is lights out. They're playing their hearts. I, I got to play better. I owe it to them. That's my job to elevate my teammates I've got to play better. It doesn't mean you say you're sorry to say, I owe it to them to play better because that's my job as a draft pick. If Zach Wilson wasn't a top three pick, he would not be pl- He wouldn't have been playing three weeks ago. He, he would not have been playing three weeks ago. So you can kiss my ass with all the potential that we all hang our hat on. The bottom line is he's put his glove on the mound and it's been left there every week. And I know Robert, so I know what they're trying to do, say let's let him play through it. But now you're in a quandary. You're a playoff caliber team with your record thinking, all right, if we keep – listen, if you want to tank it with six wins, keep him in the game because you got a real good – because right now it looks to me mentally, physically, and knowing the room like he's clueless right now, Six. That's yeah. the way I feel. 
and he's in his second year, and I get there's a learning curve. But I'm talking about the learning curve doesn't mean you can't throw a check down. you you got to be able to throw that. Even if you drop back, don't look down the field, and just throw the check down. So, you, listen, he owed it to his teammates. And it's one thing I don't give a – he doesn't give a shit what you and I think, nor should he. But when he walks in a locker room just saying no to defense, he he better address that team. And he, you want them to know that, dude, listen, I got you, man. This is on me. That's not on you guys. You deserve better. And if not, I should be sitting down. I mean, you don't want to lose that confidence. But you want to lose a team, keep playing crappy and then not have an accountability saying, I'm not moving this team the way I should. It's like the quarterback center exchange saying, I've talked about this before. Even if everybody in the room knows the center made a bad snap to you, it's not the center's fault. Does that make sense? Tap your chest. That's, and be that's, like, that's, that's, that's on me as a quarterback. That's my bad. I got to get the snap. My bad. We're not winning. Defense pitched damn near a shutout. I owe my team better. Just know the room. You well, don't want to lose those guys. That about damn near the only thing you've got right now. And, and it's bad. It's bad just to validate what you're saying, I literally just saw this as we're recording here on Tuesday in the middle of the day. Albert Breer just tweeted. He's like, I just got a little nugget that Justin Fields, same draft class, drafted nine picks after Zach Wilson on a team that is bad, on a defense that is damn near the worst defense in the league. Justin Fields is the only reason the Bears have been in any of their games the last four weeks. Justin Fields went in to the locker room before he went and got his separated shoulder checked out, before he went and got his MRI and his x-rays and all that, he went into the locker room and apologized to the team and said he needs to be better late in games for them to start winning. He put it all on himself, even though he's the only reason that team is in any of their games the last four weeks. Right, He's been damn near the best player in the league the last four weeks, and and that's without a pass game. That's just doing everything himself on the ground and having a complimentary run game. But again, he has the worst defense in the league, some would say. And they're still in every game. And yet he's walking into the locker room with a separated shoulder in which he took a hit on on one of the last plays of the game. So you know he's in pain. He gets it, Segs. Walks he in and apologizes to the his position. Team. Right. That's part of the – That's. That's part of what we listen. I know ego gets in the way and our pride gets hurt. You're mad at the media for asking the question, but shit, dude, you know, you know, I, you think I need to watch film when I knew that I was horseshit in the game. Right. Do you really think we need to watch that? I, a matter of fact, the truth is I shouldn't want to watch it because it'll make you throw up and your teammates throw up in your mouth. Sags, I, we've all been a part of a game that you're embarrassed to go in for, not because you didn't play your heart out, try your hardest, but by stupid things you did or, where you go in the next next to your team and you're like watching this tape the next day, I I I, I don't want to look at my teammates because they, 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 they yeah right and they don't stare at you yeah now, you know who the guy they love after about half that film you know what you do you stand up you say turn that off coach for just a second you turn and face them I get the chills thinking about it, say I was horseshit yesterday yeah. I've been horseshit for a month plus you guys deserve better I'm gonna give you better I'm really sorry that. I've put you in this bind. It doesn't mean you're not confident. It doesn't mean you're not a good player. It means right. you're playing horseshit. That's you. You really want to flip the switch on turning it around. Have coach stop that shit while you're humiliating yourself in front of a group. Not that you're not, not, not late. There's a difference between being a turd and not trying hard. And then just not understanding the media and being a turd to your teammates. That's those are the guys that you, mm-hmm. you have to turn the tape off coach for one second. I got to say something. 
and you turn to them and you tell them that you're awful and you're going to get better and you know it and you're sorry for the way you address the damn media um, in the fact that you do owe them an apology for not leading this team, not for not trying hard. And if now I'll tell you where he does, if you're not preparing or studying and you're being, you're just, that's a going whole different the motions. Now we're in a whole different, now we're talking about a whole different level of respect. And then yeah. I want your ass out. If they, if that's the case, then it's a whole different story. But if you're busting your ass and it's just not giving you results and you're playing bad, hit that tape, tell the team you're, you're going to play better and have a Kenny Stabler told me a story about that. He said, Sean, I was playing shitty in a game with the Raiders. He goes, we went in at halftime, fired up a cigarette, took my pads off. I have dressed my, he said he, he was doing this too. And it was one of the great moments mm-hmm. he smoked. He said, you show me a smoke and a cigarette. He goes, I looked at my team and he said, I'm going to fucking play better. We're going <laughs> to kick their ass in the second half and we'll go find a way to win this game. Right. Put a cigarette out. They went out and won the game. I asked him, I said, well, what was the result? He goes, well, we, we won. And he knew he was playing, and he told him he was, and the result's different. Zach Wilson doesn't get it right now physically, Sags. He's not making the throws. Mentally, he looks behind throwing it. And in the locker room with the media, he also needs – he's got to win those guys over. Because once you lose them and trust in a coaching staff, guess what happens, brother? You better, you better call a moving company. I don't, yep. I don't care if you're the top they, – they'll move on faster than you can sh- shake a stick at it. Because right now – a guy like the way he's playing, you'd stick him on the roster, but you wouldn't have him dress out as the third quarterback. That's how right. bad it's been. Oh, he's for sure. Play better. For he's sure. Play better. And, and you just, you, you see, because Rich Samini, who covers the Jets, I think for ESPN, right. came out and tweeted that, you know, he's heard from a few players, a few veteran players on that team. And he didn't say offense or defense. I'm sure it's both sides of the ball that they weren't happy with him. And then switch it to Albert Breer's tweet about Justin Fields apologizing for not, you know, playing good enough at the end of games to win games. You know, Albert Breer's last sentence was that went a long way in that locker room with the veterans of him apologizing, which, you know, he didn't need to. And the fact that he was playing hurt at the end of the game, you know, with a separated shoulder, he had been getting beat up all game. That's the difference there just between two second year quarterbacks that some thought field should have been drafted where Wilson was by the Jets. And right. and it, it has not worked out for the Jets in terms of the quarterback. Now, the roster is awesome. It, that's a playoff roster the Jets have. And they're only going to get we better. We see it all the time. You just don't have the quarterback. That's why the quarterback is the most important position in all of sports. Now, Zach Wilson, may, uh, listen, I root for the kid to turn it around. Damn, who, why sure. would I root for him to fail? Yeah. I, I Listen, he's a nice, I've talked, he's a confident, nice enough kid. I've been able to talk to him in person. I like him. But I can tell you this, that it, the thing holding them back right now is him. He, for sure. It just is. And and not having their star running back, right? Yeah. Uh, Brees, Brees Hall yeah. would help. But that still does, it's still inexcusable to miss some of the things he's doing. And they all got to play better. But you don't want the frustration to get so bad, Sakes, that the players, it becomes a locker room divided. Mm-hmm. I know Robert Saul is trying to keep them together. And in truth, if you start him this week and it's not a short leash, you're sending a message that he's more important than the other 50-some guys on the roster. You can't do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, one game we previewed last week, and I did not see this coming. Uh, I don't think you saw it coming. The Cowboys forty to three over the Vikings in Minneapolis. I mean, uh, what 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 happened? I don't know what else to say. What the hell happened to the Vikings? They were not in that game at all. 
ever. It was just an ass whooping from the beginning by the Cowboys. Yeah, Segs, I'm going to tell you this right now. It was, remember I talked, I think I spoke to you about who's Kellen Moore want to be, the head coach of Mm -hmm. another team playing for that or finding your identity and then the run game. Remember I said, mm-hmm. I don't want to see him throw it 40 times. Dude, they were in, they were up two touchdowns in green Bay and they threw it between 40 and 50 times while they had a two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. No need. Yeah. Their identity is run the football, let Micah Parsons and the defense try and wreck the game, wreck the other team's offense and hand it off to these two dudes, split some carries, big plays. Dak was sharp, go 22 to 25 and throw a couple touchdowns and take your ass home. Mm-hmm. That cowboy team is dangerous in January, yes. Segs, in the NFC. They just are they because they got players at every position. The late Cowboys team against Green Bay is a team that gets in in a wild card and gets their ass handed to them in the first round. Mm-hmm. But so, I know I didn't see it coming, but Segs, think about it. Viking now going on every – I go on every week in Minnesota with my guy Dan Barrero, and mm-hmm. even Vikings fans were a little reluctant, thinking, well, we beat this backup quarterback. This guy was hurt. Even though they're 8-1 and, and they deserve more credit, they're better than that. Yeah. They got a really good roster. And the way the the the, the uh, Bills game came about. But 8-1's 8-1. But between all that, I think a humble pie is good for them, Segs. I know they don't want to hear that, but they probably needed an ass-whooping to bring them down to earth a little bit. And it was a full-blown woodshed ass-whooping. Yeah. They opened up a can on him. But the Cowboys also, they needed their confidence. So it may work good for both. Mm-hmm. They're hosting New point. England at home for a playoff game. I mean, for a Thanksgiving Day game. So it's good for them, even though you don't think it at the time. Going back to it, they did. They just, they they looked to me a little lazy and lack of day. Not lazy on purpose, but a little slow to the punch. Dallas looked like they were, hair was on fire, that there was a sense of urgency because of what happened to them in Green Bay. They turned that crap around instantly, and they needed it. So I don't think the Vikings are going away. I still think they're good. But once you get your ass kicked, get your ass kicked. Now we're going to find out two things. Can the Cowboys handle success? And can the Vikings handle the failure they went through last week? Now, if the Vikings go out here and lose 17-10 to 10 against the Patriots, I, I would start to be, I don't Different want to say alarm, but I, I, that, that, that's exactly right. So we'll see. And, 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 I, think, you know, I like, think the Cowboys are going to beat down the Giants this week. Say exactly yes, I do too. I think the Giants think the Cowboys, are are just a team kind of like the Jets right now. Right? They're just, they're just posing as, as a playoff team, but just and not. And I love what they've done. I, yeah, I do. I love yeah. what they've done. Dable, but I'm just going to tell you, I think they, I think the, the Cowboys are going to win by double digits. Yeah. I, yeah as long as sure. Kellen Moore doesn't want to throw it 40 times and be pass happy, know your identity. If he does that, the Cowboys are going to be fine. Cause Dan Quinn's got that defense flying around as always. And, and you mentioned best thing for the Vikings is the fact that they play Thursday night. If if they had to wait till Sunday Quickly. or even Monday night, like that's just like you're sitting there, you're just grinding your teeth. Like we got to get out there. You get it and right back on the field. Exotic with a short week, you're not going to do anything exotic. You're just going to kind of right. do your base stuff and go play. And you know There's what? No I, I'm sure if if you're Kevin O'Connell and that staff, you walk in that locker room. I, I don't know what they did right after the game, but if if I was the coach or if it was one of my coaches, I'd want them to walk in and be like, "All right, guys." throw this game out the window. We're not going to watch the film. We're not going to do anything with it. I don't, we have a short week focuses on the Patriots from this second on. I don't care what happened with the Cowboys. Well, sakes, well, what, what good will it do for the Vikings to watch? This, exactly. This Especially on a it's short not week. One, you're, not, you're not gathering one. Oh, guy makes a catch here. Makes it throw there. You got sacked seven times. You couldn't block anybody. You couldn't tackle anybody. You couldn't cover anybody. Yep. You blew you coverages. If you meet the Cowboys again in the playoffs, 
bring that tape back. Yes, ex- good, That's great point. Fine. Yep. But right now, like you say, you're going there, you're already beat down. You've already beat yourself up and up. It's a short week. You got to put your game plan in. If they watch now, if you want to go home and watch it by yourself on computer, what they all do, have at it. Yeah, watch what you I, did. If and... I was a head coach there, that tape would have been filed away until January, until we may see that team again. I wouldn't touch it. I'm with you. Yeah, for sure. And then finally, with the NFL, Chiefs beat the Chargers last minute touchdown. Travis Kelsey. I, the Chargers are just a team you can't trust. Period. I, I said last week I didn't trust them heading into this game, and it, they just proved to me again why people want to trust in them because they played a good game. But then in the end, you just can never trust the chargers when, when it matters most. And and that's in a regular season in a, in a moment in the game, whenever it is, you can never trust this chargers team. They're the Vikings in the AFC. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about the past. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So they are put up numbers. Quarterback's been great. At times, and then you then they would go throw for like 180 yards on 30 completions. You're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And they make plays, and they turn it over, and they're, they're like, man, okay. Now I think, like I said, they're, they're, and both have good players. They always have good players on their roster, mm-hmm. and something's missing, right? Something is missing. And and the Chiefs, Mahomes is the MVP in the league with two yep. a second right now. Though so that's that's one and two. And, you know, Tua missed a couple games with the injury, and Mahomes mm-hmm. is Mahomes, and they haven't missed a beat with him out. The guy keeps doing it. So there's your two MVPs midway point of the season. Geno you can throw in there, but uh, Mahomes, Kansas City's just dangerous, man. And the AFC and all the way around, you're going to have to play really good football to beat him because that guy's so resilient and you can't cover Kelsey. They have not covered him, and people continue not to cover him. And the 49ers in the NFC are dangerous right now the way they're yes. playing. So we'll see. But uh, Mahomes MVP in the NFL right now, and he continues to prove it. Now, if Mahomes was playing bad, he'd have told his team I was horse shit and I got to play better. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, Mahomes doesn't play. He, he ain't thrown for 73 yards in a game, let yeah. alone in a – you're talking about per quarter. That's about his right. game. So that's yeah. him. So, just, yeah, you got to – he's pretty good. To yeah. me right now, the Chiefs are the team to beat in the NFL. Agreed. Class of the league. Agreed. Yes. Yes, I think the Bills have come down some. And, yes, I know they're dealing with some things, but you know what? Don't lose to the Jets. Don't lose to the Dolphins. Don't, right. you know, uh, to me, I, I think I, it's – and the Eagles have come back to earth a little bit. Yeah, well, they they, they fortunately had a, a gutsy, resilient win against the Colts. Yes. But they didn't look good getting to that win until right. the end, right? If I told you right now that the Super Bowl is going to be the Chiefs versus – the last two years rematch possibilities, you'd have a hard time. Cause I think Tampa's going to go on a run Sags. I do. I think they're primed for one, especially with that division. Does that yes, make sense? That's, that's the clean. key. Right. That division, they go in their fresh leg and they're healthy. And then you know how good number 12 is in January. We've seen this movie a lot of times mm-hmm. and the 49ers are getting healthy and right at the same time as the other team, the last two Super Bowls, right? Weren't the 49ers two years ago, Tampa, mm-hmm. wait, would it be three suits? Last year it was no, it'd be, it'd be three Super Bowls ago, right? Tampa, yes. I mean, 49ers three years ago, Tampa two years ago. Last year it was the Rams versus uh, Chiefs. Cincinnati. Yeah, Chiefs. I mean, Cincinnati, that's right, because Cincinnati beat Kansas City yeah. in that game. So those three, so it'd be two of the last three years would be the rematch for Kansas City. If I said the 49ers or Buccaneers, I wouldn't bet against you picking no. one of those two teams in the NFC. I wouldn't no. bet against you. 
Yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting as we now head into the second half. Almost all the buys are done. We still got a few more weeks of buys, and then everybody's playing. Everybody's getting ready for that stretch run, trying to get into the playoffs or trying to tank for a number one pick is you would, I guess, desperately need there in Houston because, uh, Sean, that team that, in your then, city and seven is... Other, and then seven other players, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't even know if you take, like, you, you almost have to take the quarterback because he's sitting right there in front of you. But like you said, it's a lot of teams want to win on that rookie contract. They're not, right. they're four years from winning. You may want to go run it back and then wait till the next year because there's a dude that plays out in Southern California. Yeah. That's <laughs> just that if play you're the Davis one pick Mills the next 17 year, more games. <laughs> suck and, ass. And say, well, and go get Caleb Williams. I'll see you in 2024 draft. Take, right? Take a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter. Right. Get your elite right. player. Build on somewhere defense. else. And then all of a sudden, when that rolls around, you see, you'll, you'll know who your first pick of the draft is in like September of 2023 right. for the 2024 draft. I mean, there you go. The, the Texans organization, man. I don't, I don't know how you guys can just sit there. I well, I did it with you guys. It was, it was brutal. And they had some good teams while we were together. Yeah, they had playoff teams well, while we were together, and it was hard to talk about that organization. You want to know how we do it, Sags? The talk Astros, the Astros? World <laughs> Series champ. That's exactly right. And, and and the University of Houston Cougars, who have jumped to number two in yep, the country men's now. Basketball. Basketball, that, that's right. That's, that's what you got to do there in Houston at the moment with the Houston Texans because it's a long way from getting better. You ain't team. lying, brother. Happy Thanksgiving with, to you, man. That's man. with a lot of first-round draft picks coming. Oh, yeah, and a lot. Oh, that's, and they're that's still exactly not right. good. No, if they win five games next year with all those picks, people will crawl 10 miles over broken glass and stand on their head. Yeah, that's exactly. next year. So exactly. they'll be lucky to get the. They may steal another win this year, but if they get to three, people will be like, "What? What happened?" Highly underachieving in every aspect of this football season, other than Pierce, who's been a really, really pleasant spot for them. For sure, really for good sure. player. Uh yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, brother. Enjoy your family. Yours. Enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, uh, we'll talk over the week. And I would imagine you and I are probably off heading into it. We've already yeah. got our stuff in, so we'll just do be back at it next uh, Tuesday. And if we want to do a couple three next week, we'll do it. But to our listeners and all our people out there, thank you to believe everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe and be kind. Not everybody is uh, has, you know, some people going through struggles this holiday season. Yes. So be kind to them. And I hope you eat it all up, brother. You deserve it and have a cold beer on me. For sure. For sure. And as always, thank you to bet online as well. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. See you. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.